Hello and welcome back to one of our other Let's Talk version episodes. Today we are again joined by Dan. Hey there, Dan. How, how are you? I'm fantastic, buddy. Life is wonderful. Excited to be here with you again. Anytime I'm here talking to you, man, I just feel great and quite blessed to be with such a great friend like you. Amazing. Same here, buddy. Same here. Um, so today's topic is what we call wit theory. W-I-T theory. Can you can you guess what stands for before we continue? Think about it. That's right. And I'm then, pretty sure that most of our audience know what WTF stand for, but well, I yeah. guess they have not heard WIT as often they've heard WTF. Yeah. WIT stands for whatever it takes. Precisely. It means that you set yourself a goal and then you commit to doing whatever it takes to achieve it no matter what. And uh, the, the main reason we have this whole wit theory is because uh, using this theory, you can actually cut off all excuses from your repertoire uh, basically thinking. This means that mm -hmm. you will no longer be held back by your negative limiting beliefs as well as the excuses or the problems in the environment and you realize that you're responsible for whatever it is you want to achieve in life and that ultimately, from my perspective, is an absolute necessity for achieving greatness in life. I see, I see. Yeah, that, that is a very true statement here and um, so we we are basically calling this with uh, theory because we're creating a theory that this procedure actually works and um, so can you give it give me a few examples in your own life that you have faced uh, it, it, sort of close to impossible obstacles and you were like okay what the hell am I supposed to do you know and um, you bear through it with this with this method Great. You see, obviously, the best example I can think of is in my business. You see, uh, here's a, uh, an amazing fact that I learned a long time ago, and that is your income has no relevance with the economy or the politics of a country. I mean, let's be honest. Whenever you think about businesses, the first thing people complain about is the economy and the politics. Like, dude, man, I can't make money. It's, it's a recession going on here. Or, dude, there's a political change and we have to pay more taxes. Ultimately, I really believe this, and this uh, was uh, I actually was introduced to this concept first time by Tony Robbins, uh, and at first I was very skeptical. Like he said, your income has nothing to do with the economy or politics, and I said, come on, dude. I mean, sometimes you just can't do a lot of things. Like like you're limited by what others are doing, by the economy, how much money is being you know circulated inside that kind of stuff. So I thought this is not true, and then I said, you know what? Let's just go for the wit theory, see what happens, and I applied the wit theory to my uh, basically income to generate a specific quota for our fiscal year, as well as our uh, basically uh, every like, uh, let's say three months, basically. So right, we had a right. quarter income and then we had like, an annual and whatnot. So because of that, we tried our very best to be able to somehow meet a specific quota in terms of sales, as well as a specific amount of uh, basically uh, uh, profits generated from our business ventures. And Fortunately, every single time I hit it, and not only I hit it, I actually exceeded it by, let's say, sometimes 5 to 10%. So Amazing. it was like really incredible. And I couldn't believe it because I said, like, dude, this is our target for this quarter. We're going to have to reach this qu uh, basically quota by the end of these three months. And any time, any time I set that goal, this actually got better. And then afterwards, maybe like, I'm just, uh, you know, that's just my real income. So here's what I did every quarter. I increased my basically target by another 20%. Like every quarter I, for the past uh, basically year or so, I have set for myself a quota 
that is 20 to 30 percent higher than the last quarter. Like literally, it's pretty amazing. And every single time I hit it and it's fucking unbelievable because you literally uh, it just you know baffles your mind. You wonder like, dude, if I can do this, then what else can I do? Right. So mm -hmm. because of this, this wit theory simply says whatever goal you set for yourself, if you are committed to doing whatever it takes, then that goal will be achieved. Now, there are times I should tell you that I tried the wit theory and I did not reach my goals by a deadline. I, let's say I had a specific goal in mind and I had a deadline for it and I did whatever I could at that time. I tried to do whatever it takes and I did not basically meet the deadline. But here's what happened. I simply gave myself a little bit longer deadline. That is, I changed the deadline a little bit and made it a little bit more uh, uh, basically uh, feasible for myself. And guess what? Eventually, I it happened. That so, you, well. so you basically didn't give up on the goal. Exactly. That's the rule, man. Like what, uh, whatever it takes. Like you said, this is it, man. Even if that involves me changing my deadline, I will do whatever it takes to achieve this goal. And guess what? If you refuse to quit, in most cases, you will achieve your goal. So these are some of the examples that I've had in my personal life. And just it was quite incredible. Like it borders on, let's say, mysticism and like uh, magic and stuff. It's pretty cool. I love it. Uh, amazing. Yeah. And um, look, if, if you set a goal, if you set a goal, I'm assuming it's important enough for you and it's important enough for you then you can't be giving up on it. Um, of course, circumstances change. Sometimes your goals change. That That's fair, but that that's not true all the time. Um, it, there are very few exceptions, I suppose. Um, and at the same time, like what you mentioned, you know, the economy and all that, of course it impacts you, but it shouldn't stop you. That's the idea, right? Uh, and um, what great for it will impact you, but it should not stop you. It's so true. Because once you are committed to wit, whatever it takes, then nothing that impacts you will actually stop you. You just have to exert more power, more force, more dedication. Maybe you have to a little bit think smart about this. I mean, let's be honest. Sometimes the answer isn't just pushing harder or just working more hours. Sometimes you got to just think smart. Like you, you, like, you got to like reconsider a lot of things. Like, dude, what if I could do this a little bit differently completely? Like in this way, will that actually allow me to achieve my goal instead of, let's say, using this path? So ultimately, wit isn't just about effort, isn't just about discipline isn't just about pushing it sometimes wit is all about being smart about it and reconsidering the entire plan and rethinking it until you find another creative solution right and uh, this is this is about that it's about okay we've got a problem we got to solve it it doesn't mean as you mentioned just you know powering through a lot of times that powering through just powering through doesn't work doesn't give you the answers that you want so yeah of course that's um that's part of the that's part of the idea and one of the I, I i can think of one of the very famous examples of with theory um back you know, like 40 years ago or 50 years ago um when, when the united states and russia were in the race race for space exploration to moon and um well first were... of all, at that time this was not russia this was soviet union sure now, sure these are very different <laughs> with very different systems although my apologies let's be honest uh now it is even like we have a lot of uh competition between the two nations because i personally happen to uh, basically be quite familiar with both countries so uh th this is a little bit different now although mm -hmm. there are a lot of competitions now between russia and the united states but this actually happened in soviet union for our no, listeners so it's basically. completely completely different establishment so yeah I, I stand corrected uh so there was a huge competition as as we all might know or if you don't know there was a huge competition between the uh, united states and soviet union at the time to reach to first reach to the moon basically get to the moon the first uh be the first nation to stamp your 
flag there, etc. For for obvious reasons, but that's not the point here. The point is that they had like uh, I'm gonna pivot back to the United States because they were the ones that initially accomplished it first. So or accomplished it. Period. So um, so they had this goal in mind. They were like, we're gonna do that, whatever it takes, and they put the resource of a nation behind it. They inspired the people. They inspired the the public and individuals working on the project and no matter the obstacles this was literally literally uh rocket science and they they eventually achieved it so so this is one of the i think famous examples that comes to my mind right now i don't know if you have any other you want to add to it but i mean this is from john f kennedy you see john f kennedy was very famous for uh, being able to inspire people to set uh, you know ambitious goals and once he first told the nation about his plan to put a, moon on, uh, put a uh, human on a uh, moon, and this was quite incredible at that time. And uh, it was quite uh, – at that time, it seemed ridiculous to a lot of people. But ultimately, here's the darn truth. Once you set a goal that is ambitious, no matter how ambitious it is, if you just commit yourself to it, if you use the wit theory and literally commit to whatever it takes – then every goal can be achieved and accomplished. And this is a clear example. You just mentioned a very beautiful example about uh, how the United States actually managed to, uh, you know, begin the whole space exploration uh, for humanity and all that. But uh, of course, uh, we should also not forget that it was uh, uh, Soviet Union who sent the first uh, human, uh, basically, to space. So that's just a, about a fact, space, to be honest. Correct. The very first human being who actually entered uh, the space. Uh, uh, was a uh, Soviet Union, uh, basically, uh, famous, I forgot his name, actually, what was, uh, yeah, I know, it was, I uh, don't remember either. Gagarin or something like this, I forgot, uh, Yuri Gagari, I, I think that that one was the, his name, basically, so he was the first man actually uh, entered space, but ultimately, it was uh, the United States who put the first human on moon, we'll so, on the moon, yeah. uh, this is exactly what I love about this mindset, uh, which, uh, not only a lot of great leaders, like John F. Kennedy, uh, have actually inspired uh, people to follow up with, but also we all can use them ourselves in our daily lives and our businesses and our relationships. It's a very, very effective strategy. Very true, very true. And um, and, and I, I want to also point out that, like, because we, it's because we are flying around space quite a lot nowadays, and then it might seem very normal and okay and not such a challenge. But put yourself back. Uh, 40 years, uh, 50 years, and, and then look at it that way. At that point, it was like, this is ridiculous. This is impossible. This is not going to happen ever. Not now, ever. Um, so, so yeah, you got to see how much of a goal it was at the time. Uh, not now. So, so yeah, I mean, obviously, there are numerous examples, as you mentioned. Uh, like, when we go to history, the, when we study uh, great leaders, all of them have similar uh similar you know with theory uh activities in in their in their lifetime and of course these are the ones that um well we have some uh examples that are that failed too but then we mostly hear about the ones that succeeded or famously failed for example adolf hitler had his own vision of what to do i'm not talking about the morality of it of course but then he had a plan but he failed of course and uh it happens and that's irrelevant whether you fail or not it just uh, what matters is that you go until literally you can't go any further you die or something <laughs> so true man i mean like you mentioned uh, a great story about this uh, blood-sucking monster called adolf hitler who Very actually true. i mean let's be honest he had his plans basically he had his plans to 
somehow dominate the world and destroy the Jews and all that stuff. Yeah. But uh, this monster actually, this, I mean, nature is neutral. Nature doesn't care if you're a monster like Hitler or if you are, let's say, somebody like Bill Gates or Very Elon sure. Musk who want to improve the world. But ultimately, uh, nature is neutral. That is, whatever goal you set for yourself, if you commit to it, you will have a great chance of accomplishing. Although I'm very glad that in case of Hitler did not uh, pan out because, of course, his plan was yeah, very interesting. And I'm very glad that uh, the Allies managed to actually stop this uh, monster from ruining the world and stuff. So it's pretty good to hear about that. And uh, uh, ultimately, it's about understanding the fact that th these are like tools. So whether, whether you use this for good reasons or bad reasons, ultimately, uh, it's it, it will always work in the end. So you can apply these to whatever goal you have in life, like a tool and get the results uh, because nature is ultimately neutral. It doesn't care if you have the right recipe, then uh, whoever you are, black, white, short, I don't know, tall, man, woman, doesn't matter. You put the recipe in, you get the results, man. That's it. Very true. Again, I want to emphasize this enough because this is going to be a, uh, an outlet for debates. It doesn't mean that whether you, your differences doesn't affect you. It does. It shouldn't stop you. I, I cannot emphasize this enough because I don't want this to be a source of debate. Of course it does. Of course, if you're in a better economy, you have you have uh, better tools, better chances. Of course, if you have uh, privileges, race privileges, etc., you have uh, you have a head start. But that's all it is. You have a head start. If you well, don't, let me stop you right now, Pujix, because I disagree a little bit. Of course, you, you know, what you says, uh, you know, what you says right now, it makes a lot of sense. But I think that uh, uh, in my life, I've seen this a lot. Like, think about a lot of kids who have been uh, somehow blissed with a great family, who were born in wealthy, educated families. Here's uh, you know something that just shocked me a couple uh, years ago when I realized that. Did you know that if you're born in a wealthy family who is highly educated, you have a much higher chance of being a drug addict than you are successful? Yeah, very I true. I mean, let's be honest, man. I really believe that we have in life resources and resourcefulness. So you said that if you are in a better economic condition, you'll do better automatically. I just, oh, no, no, no. I said I, I said you have better think, resources. I agree with that because if you are in a better economic condition, but you are someone who does not understand how to take advantage of the opportunities, you will be poor. I mean, okay, a great right. example is the United States. Right. The U.S. is the biggest economy in the world. Is Well, technically, it's the strongest economy in the world because China happens to be the biggest. So the U.S. now is the strongest economy in the world. But don't we have like homeless people in the U.S.? Of course we do, right? So do, yeah. the, uh, right now, unemployment rate is at its uh, lowest in history, up to three, less than 3%. But do we have a lot of losers who have nothing to do with their time? Of course. So what I'm saying is it help and it might not. It's, its impact is, uh, from my perspective, not that important because ultimately uh, it's about resourcefulness. Yes, if you are a resourceful person and you find yourself in a great economy, dude, you're going to rock it, okay? If you are the same resourceful person who finds yourself in a dumpy, shitty economy that is going down and collapsing, you might not do as well as if you were in that great economy, but you'll still do much better than the others, right? So because of that, I really think that ultimately it's about resourcefulness, not about resources, and the economy allows you to somehow have higher resources at your disposal, but it does not affect your resourcefulness. That's all about you. Very true. And uh, again, I want to make sure that like that that was exactly my point. And my point was that, yeah, it might give you a head start, may, meaning it gives you resources. But let's, let's face it, if you're running a, uh, a marathon or something, if you have a head start, 
it might actually backfire on you depending on your mindset. You might think, okay, I have I have time. I, you start procrastinating, and other other people will, will catch up to you. Now they have momentum. Now they they surpass you. So it's true. But what I'm trying to say, because people keep fixating on the fact that there is this this head start sometimes, these head starts at some, at some point, which is true, sure. But that's my point. It doesn't mean that it's a good thing, or it doesn't mean that you can't. Uh, catch up to that person of course you can um, and if you have the head start then look at it this way that that head start might, might actually backfire on you be be negative because you feel comfortable you feel uh you feel in the safe so you don't you know uh, work as much as you should so my point is like like i don't want this to be uh, oh well, you're here and there, or you, you, you're in a good situation or a bad situation or whatever, and then you're saying saying this out of your comfort. I'm just saying that I acknowledge this, and we are we acknowledge this, but that shouldn't be a source of debate here because this wit theory has nothing to do with with anything than your own uh, efforts, neither neither your uh, your your race, your your gender, nothing really. So that's and, right. Very good. Yeah, and and you. And then that comes maybe when you want to set the goals, but that's the topic for another day. So the point is, you have set the goal. You you have the idea of this is uh, achievable, this is feasible, and then you got to achieve it. That's it. That's that's the wit theory. So now we know what it is. Then, um, how did so you said that you you said you said your sort of personal story about how you got into it, but how can people okay let's say somebody's like okay i, I want to do this i want to try this what should i do that's the question from that person what would you tell them well you know wit ultimately let's be honest it's about a an emotional command that you give to your nervous system wit is not a ma you know a magical key because it does not uh, give you the solution like uh, by itself however wit is about empowering your state of mind so that it becomes creative as well as resourceful so Ultimately, it begins with your belief system as well as your state of mind. When you find yourself in a difficult situation or perhaps you realize that you cannot achieve your goals as well as you thought, then what happens here is very simple. You tend to feel pessimistic and negative. Oh my gosh, what happened? We missed our quota. We have not a lot of thing. How am I going to pay my staff? So we find ourselves in that negative state of mind where we somehow ask a lot of negative questions, which cannot find any answer for, obviously. So in that condition, instead of letting that negative inner dialogue continue, we can stop it, you know, cold, like literally stop it right then and there by merely telling ourselves, the dude, yes, we just fucked up. We couldn't do it. We couldn't deliver. We missed our deadline. Things are tough. The economy collapsed. The currencies aren't stable. There's new tariffs. Got to pay higher taxes. I don't know. Uh, I have. I had a fight with my partner. I don't know. My best friend just got cancer. Whatever it is. Ultimately, shit happens, man. Or challenge that you think you're gonna you're gonna face at that time. If you tell yourself, dude, we had a goal, and I'm telling you. I will do whatever it takes to achieve it. At that time, what happens is you change your emotional state. And I am a firm believer in the fact that success is only 20% mechanics. And it's 80% psychology. It means that 80% of your success is all about how you think, what emotional state you're in, and how uh, you try to actually empower yourself on a regular, consistent basis. It doesn't matter if you have great solutions. Mm -hmm. And wit is exactly that. Wit is that 80% psychology 
that allows you to be in the right state of mind so you become creative. Maybe sometimes you, you don't even need to be creative. Maybe all you got to do is to just uh, wait, it, wait it out. Maybe all you have to do is to just be patient for a while, maybe for a couple of months. Maybe all you got to do is just keep pushing harder, put more hours. And of course, sometimes you have to change your plan altogether. So ultimately, it's about empowering your state of mind by this wit theory. And then you can somehow become creative enough to find better solutions. Very true. And um, I think you agree with me on this, that like uh, the psychology and the mechanics do affect each other. When you have a better psychology, you do like your mechanics are better. You do you do well, and when you do well, your psychology shifts towards towards a positive, of course. But absolutely. Yeah. But can you guess which one is easier to manipulate? That was where I was going with. It's much easier to control your state of mind uh, because then you can influence Ex your mechanics. Uh, and yeah. here's a fun factor. You know what's the best way to control your state of mind? What is? Through your biology, man. I talked a lot about this uh, in advance amazing, uh, in amazing. one of our posts, I believe. Uh, because they say the mind follows the body and the body follows the mind. So uh, the key to success is the right state of mind. Because once you have that one, then the mechanics will take care of themselves. But also the key to getting that right state of mind in most cases is actually biology. Having that biology, moving your body in the right way, having that certain energy in your that allows you to actually think a lot better, be in the right state of mind, to actually get results and find solutions. Very true, very true. And uh, we have talked about this in the past, of course. We have talked about the, the idea of you know how, how the biology can can help us. But but for the of sake course. of this this episode, can you give us like a minute or two? Physical activity, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What do you do for your routines? That's right. So wit requires you to be in what we call an NLP peak state. Now, what is peak state based upon neuro-linguistic programming? Peak state is a condition where your body is energized, focused. You find yourself in a state of flow, flow meaning you're absorbed in the task and the things just time just tends to pass you by very quickly. You tend to speak with a loud, dominant and positive tonality, which is very important. I mean, imagine like some, uh, I talked to like, so Pujix, let's uh, talk about whatever it takes. Okay, let's talk about it. Achieve, uh, oh shit, achieve our goals, man. <laughs> I mean, this guy is not in peak state. This guy cannot do shit. So ultimately it's about focusing on these elements, tonality, body language, how energized you are, how uh, strongly user uh, basically, by body and your uh, basically how you move around all these things, and finally, it's about your mental focus. Are you focused on the negative or the positive? Today, literally on Instagram, I had a post about uh, stay uh, focused, stay positive, where I talked about our brain by evolution is wired to be pessimistic, and Brian Tracy calls it: we as humans are programmed by nature for unhappiness and failure, and that's true. Because our evolutionary programming is about survival, which means we are designed to worry because we came from a very, very harsh background where there were danger at every single corner. There were so many problems. True so story. Because of this, our brains are wired for pessimism and negativity because that increased our chances of survival millions of years ago. It did because the people who were calm and cool did not get the chance to pass on their genes to the next generation because they were eaten by the tigers and they could not mate. But those, uh, let's call them wussies, 
who were conscious all the time, they did manage to mate and pass on their genes, which means, sorry to, uh, you know, basically bother everybody here, but we all are descendants of wussies and cowards. Let's be honest. Because the ones who were wussies and cowards actually and managed to pass <laughs> genes. So, sorry, sorry, I'm telling you, your grand, 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 uh, basically father was a wussy. I'm telling you, sorry about that. But the thing is this, even though we are by nature programmed for negativity and pessimism, we have this amazing apparatus in our brain called the neocortex, which is in front of our uh, basically skull. This part is the human only part. It's the recent addition to our brain. And this part can actually allow us to overcome a lot of those obstacles that our brain has by simply programming our mind using our consciousness. Because of this, I'm a firm believer in the fact that no matter what state, what problem you find yourself in, the first thing you got to do is to take care of your state, which is exactly why, for me, my first priority after I wake up, of course, not right immediately because that's unhealthy, but about after 30 minutes after I wake up is to immediately exercise. Why? Because what does exercise do to your body? It improves your energy level, allows the blood to pump fast. You listen to, you know, good music, you go for an aerobic exercise, you jog, you lift weights. This allows you to naturally boost your biology. And people say, damn, dude, you're always energetic. How the fuck do you do that? It's definitely drugs. I say, dude, trust <laughs> me, it's not drugs. <laughs> I have been accused a lot of these things. Like, dude, man, I've seen but that. Dr uh, drugs um, drugs can't be consistent in this manner, though. Because you get, at some point, uh, let's be honest, if, if you want to depend on drugs to boost, because it's possible, then you're going to destroy your organism and after a few years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it can't okay. be consistent. So the only, exactly. The only way, because, I mean, uh, Pujix, how many years do you know me? Nine, ten years. Have you ever seen me once down or in low state or en uh, low energy? Literally never. Literally. I'm never not joking. in the past decade. Dude, you cannot do this with drugs, with anything. You can only do it with the help of exercise. And, of course, not just the exercise, but, of course, by using NLP. That's the only way you can do this consistently, right? So once you're in that great state of mind, then, of course, nothing can stop you. The problems seem, like, very small. And that is why wit always begins with state. Your psychological state must be made into what we call a peak state where you are strong, you're talking loud and strong and you're energized and your mind is focused and you believe you can do it. Only then you have to then dedicate uh, your energy to finding solutions, working hard and everything else. So it always begins with a state of mind and that requires you to manipulate your biology which because that's the fastest way to actually change your state of mind. And that's very true. And uh, you mentioned uh, body language. Obviously, you talked about this. But then regarding how it reflects your state of mind, I sometimes don't necessarily understand that I have a negative or um, or destructive state of mind. And sometimes I catch even myself through my body language, through my random Ow. behaviors. Yeah, I, I see myself like uh, when I, for example, say hi to somebody, I was like, why was my voice like this? Then I look at myself, I get conscious of what the, what's going on up there in my head uh, as, a, as in a state of mind. And I'm like, oh, I'm feeling like uh, not, not uh, upwards. I'm not feeling confident or something. Then I try to Thanks. figure out a way to basically move that. And uh, this is also intertwined, be meaning that your body language, your, your tonality, all that uh, is a reflection of your state of mind and vice versa. Your body language, your tonality, all of that can change your state of mind. 
So you can also use that. We There was a brilliant TED Talk. I forgot the speaker on this that was mentioning like your pose, how you sit, actually changes your mood and state of mind. And yes, it was a lady, I believe. She, I forgot her name. Yes, actually. I forgot her name too. Yeah, uh, mm. I forgot her name as well. But she mentioned that, and it's true, by the way. Like, if you have a what we call the general's posture, mm -hmm. your brain and your body begins to produce testosterone, and you literally feel stronger just just by merely changing your pose. I mean, it's just pretty amazing how you just uh, uh, your stance. All these stuff can make a huge impact. And you mentioned something earlier that, dude, why did I just talk like this? I, I didn't sound very confident. That also comes to habits. Let's be honest. I mean, uh, if, think of like uh, tuning the piano, right? If you right. bring the best tuner who will tune your piano, at least every six months, you got to like, uh, usually after about a few months, you got to tune it again. And then after every three months, after four months, and then after every six months, you got to tune that piano. Mm -hmm. The same thing happens to our brain. Our brain needs to be constantly tuned for the right thing because we are being influenced, no matter how old or young we are, we are being influenced day in and day out, 24-7, by everything we see, uh, we hear, we touch, we smell through our five senses. Everything that we receive through our five it's, it's changing our mind it's, it's, and, and is trying to influence us, which means we must constantly tune ourselves for WIT. We must constantly change our state because the environment that we're kind of living in is designed for pessimists. It's made by pessimists for pessimists. You don't believe me? Just turn on your TV right now and watch the news. See what happens. There's and and people often say like, dude, uh, the, there are only some countries that have problem in their news. I oh really? I have worked in different countries. I have worked in many different nations, and I happen to uh, follow different news channels in different languages. And I'm pretty sure that in every country I've ever be able uh, been able to work or follow their media, the news is always negative. It's predominantly negative in every country mm -hmm. developed underdeveloped i don't know uh, capitalistic socialistic it doesn't really matter european african ultimately it's the same thing so we're living in that negative world where pessimism just goes around because let's, let's be honest the supply meets the demand when there's so much de demand for negativity because of our laziness of course the supply meets the demand and there's going to be a lot of oh tonight 50 dead in afghanistan 280 every, let's say, for example, second of the last year. I mean, these things happen all the time, right? You need to actually, if you really want to commit to the wit theory, you got to learn to tune your brain every single day for the rest of your life. I repeat, you have to tune your brain every single day. For me, I do it twice, by the way. I do, I do it twice per day because sometimes even once per day is not enough because we sometimes living in so much negativity, of course. And if you happen to have a very socially active job like mine, then you probably need to actually do it twice per day because you're being influenced a lot through the conversations, through meeting a lot of people, your meetings, lectures. Ultimately, we got to tune our brain for wit. Wit does not happen by itself. If you do not have the peak state, wit means fucking nothing. It's only through conditioning your mind every single day in positivity, energy, focus, and uh, excitement that you can actually uh, basically be able to achieve your goals using the width here. Whatever it takes, man. That's one of the things that it takes. You got to tune your brain towards your goal, towards your, um, you know, towards what you want to achieve. So ultimately, um, uh, you know, you got to find, so you got to see your goal and uh, the thing that you want to achieve and see what 
works for it and do it. And one of the things that works or at least like works for most goals and most things is uh, turning your mind uh, every every one, once in a while, depending on what you do, how you do, uh, what how resilient of a mind you have. It could become to, uh, to two times a day, one time a day. You You know it better. I do it two times a day, too. Like I do it the early morning when I wake up the night before I go to sleep. I do, I have a specific routine that I do, as you mentioned, tune my mind. Um, I, I systematically write my goals in like short term and long term, uh, different columns, uh, goals and, you know, uh, things that I want to achieve um, down and review them, think about them, what what it means to me. Um, sometimes I drop one, add another, etc. So that helps me to remain focused, remain uh, constituted on the task. And um, you can adopt your own. You don't have to do this, of course. That's uh, that's just my preference. Um, you can do lots and lots and lots of things. And it, so I, I literally have reminders in the morning and in the afternoon. And it's not like I'm going to forget. It's just to push me to do it, to not procrastinate, not skip it um, every morning and every night. So you can adopt your own. I don't know, Dan, do you want to share what you do? Hello? Well, as I mentioned earlier, it's all about uh, getting the right state of mind. So for me, this involves uh, main, uh, number one, it's about biology. So I exercise twice per day, 30 minutes after I wake up, and once at night, right after work. Of course, I, as, I'm, as you know, I'm an entrepreneur, so I work pretty late. So usually I go for a jog at midnight for about 20 minutes. But my exercise at midnight is very different than my exercise uh, in the morning. In the morning, I exercise to actually uh, excite myself, build energy, and be hyperactive and hyper-energized. Whereas at night, I slow walk and slow jogs in order to relax the body and remove the tension that Amazing. I have acquired. So uh, these are very different types of exercise, and I even do them with different types of music. So the mm -hmm. while I'm exercising in the morning are usually very energetic, very positive, very go get it. You can do this shit. Oh yeah, uh, but the music that I listen to at night usually are very peaceful, calm, relaxed, uh, trance. These kind of music actually calm you down because uh, you have to, of course, go to bed in, a, in, in an hour or so. So because of this, I do this as a uh, basically permanent part of my conditioning. The other point, of course, is my environment. I have chosen specific activities that allow me to get to a state by talking to the right people, my business partners, my friends, to somehow socialize because I'm an extrovert. Oh, yeah, people so around you do matter. Yes, uh, for all uh, basically extroverts, our environment do pick, uh, play a huge role. Uh, our environment and people around it, uh, basically in the environment do play a huge role. And because of this, for me, the next part is to communicate with the right people. And, uh, of course, uh, part of that, in the first half of the day, because I'm an extrovert, I really need to socialize as much as possible. So a lot of the introverted tasks, like planning, reading, and all those things, are the things I leave for the second or the last part of the day, because my first need as an extrovert is to actually get my state up through communication. So the next part is, of course, meetings, phone calls, meeting, uh, trying to meet my friends, going to work. These things, because I love my job, my work uh, itself actually boosts my state. I mean, that's one of the beauty of being uh, basically an entrepreneur is that your work, which for most people is just a means of making money and just getting rid of it as soon as possible, for you, your work becomes a source of boosting your state, which then allows you to, you know, of course, get better results. 
And no wonder why people who are entrepreneurs usually tend to have better lifestyles than those who are just workers or who tend to have a job, J-O-B, which is just, just over broke, by the way. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. because of this, I really believe that uh, all of these are important. And the last thing is uh, reading, meditation, and contemplation. Now, I'm not into meditation like most people do. So I can't just sit down and be in silence all the time. Free meditation is usually done by music or by while exercising, where I tend to calm down and be focused in the moment. And that, of course, allows me to get into a great state as well. Amazing. Amazing. And uh, of course, we're coming to an end once more. <laughs> so um, can you go to a, your final comment, a wrap up? For sure. Uh, ultimately, from my perspective, if you want to achieve anything in life, you have to understand that if you have ambitious goals, then they will not be realized easily. You've got to make the effort. And the best way to make the effort is to actually commit to the wit theory, whatever it takes. And if you're really committed to doing whatever it takes, there is nothing in this world that can stop you because ultimately the biggest enemy, they say, I have seen the worst enemy and they were us, you and your excuses, your laziness and using your creative power to come up with rational reasons as why you can't achieve your goal using the same power to actually achieve enemies. And once you're committed to the wit theory, then the biggest enemy goes out of the picture. And you find yourself without any restraint, able and uh, qualified to actually go and shoot for the stars and achieve your goals. And while at it, the good thing about wit is this. While you are using the wit theory, you actually inspire other people to do the same. They ask themselves, dude, how the fuck is this guy doing this way? And at that moment, you inspire a lot of people. Of course, let's be honest, you will attract the haters and those ones as well. That's part of life. There's no escaping it because people are lazy by nature, which means there will be a lot of people out there who will inevitably resort to remaining lazy and just hating the basically successful people. So ultimately, you will attract both types of attention, both the negative and the positive. So you will have haters, but you will also inspire people. Hello, Dan. After he or she sees how much you're committed to your dream. One more time. Can you repeat that again? I lost you for a second. For, for sure. As I was mentioning, ultimately, it's about uh, being committed to your uh, achieving your goals. And once you are committed to it, once you show the world that you are going to do no matter what, you're going to do this thing no matter what, then you will, of course, attract the haters. But even if you change the life of one man or woman who gets inspired by seeing your hustling, then it's all it's totally worth all the effort. And that one basically person who will uh, be inspired by you is worth all the hate that you receive from the haters. And this ultimately makes your life a lot better and a lot more successful. So not only for yourself, but also for the other people as well. Amazing. Uh, haters are going to hate, man. I'm going to quote Taylor Swift on this. Um, haters are going right. to hate. That's very true. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Most of the time, you're right. Most of the time, we 
underestimate what it takes to achieve our goals. And a lot of times, as we initially mentioned, there are a lot of factors that we don't consider. Economic crises, uh, wars, I don't know, so things that are pretty much out of our hands. So we can't do much about it, but we can prepare for it. But if we don't, then uh, we're going we're gonna to underestimate what it takes. So that's what the uh, WIT theory stands for. Whatever it takes. I don't care. It might change. It might become my... Uh, my um, you know forecast might not be correct i might be completely out of the uh, out of the ballpark even so so uh, so yeah whatever it takes you just got to fix your mind it could whatever you assume it takes it's not whatever it takes and it's a very different story and with that we're going to come to a wrap thank you again dan for being with us today it's my pleasure buddy glad to be here with you thank you and um, again we have come to end of one more show uh we love to hear from you guys uh we, we love you if you could uh leave a comment rate us it would help a lot of course if you enjoyed the show i'm sure you want this to spread it's not really that hard just go step you don't have to even review it just give us stars if you review it awesome uh, it gives us feedback too we know what we do with it right to keep doing it and we will know what to do better after that until a later time take care of yourselves Thank you.